a very Merry Christmas to you all from Discernible. I hope you've enjoyed 2021 as much as I have, as much as can be enjoyed. And I'm looking forward to 2022. And here is why. I think we are in for a better and a worse 2022. You may have noticed in our content that uh, there has been a bit of a pivot more towards ethics and more towards the the future and what can we rebuild and what's to come and what is the new culture going to be uh, and uh, the parallel movement because I think uh, there is enough people now fighting exposing what the pandemic bill is or what the latest shenanigans are happening in uh, Northern Territory. You know, there's a lot of people now doing that work, which frees us up to uh, do some other things. Now, 2022, I think, is going to be better than 2021, especially for those in the most crazy states like Victoria in Australia, because two reasons. One, we have a mature resistance. There is a... Uh, if you think about any other state, say Northern Territory or WA, when they try to pull off some ridiculous thing like, I don't know, just make up some policy, let's round up everyone and put them into camps, even if they're testing negative, which is what they've done in some places. The resistance is minimal. There is some, to those of you out there who are in WA and NT, good on you, but there's not much compared to, say, Victoria, when they try and pull off some kind of effery like that. Everyone screams and there's 100,000 on the streets and, and there's a lot of uh, influences, so to speak. The second reason, uh, so the first reason why I think 2022 will be better is because the resistances are strong all around the world. People who are like Gigi Foster, who interviewed with us last night, uh, rational people who actually still have their brains in their skulls it hasn't fallen out on the pavement yet these people are getting louder and saying hey we are harming and quite literally killing more people with our response to COVID-19 than COVID-19 is killing so let's um, be rational and turn around so the Great Barrington Declaration that kind of thing which is extreme protections on the vulnerable but freedom for everyone else that kind of momentum, cultural momentum, is gaining steam. So that's nice. So 2022 will be better for that reason. Resistances are strong. The second reason why I'm excited for 2022 is the maturing of parallel societies, parallel movements. And this was quite a new concept to me only a few months ago. <clears throat> but if you live in, a, in quite an oppressed state, say like Victoria, compared to Queensland, where you can just kind of hide and do whatever you want in Queensland. But in, in Victoria, if you want a haircut, uh, or if you don't want to get vaccinated or you know, whatever your thing is, or if you don't want to check in, you know, we've become very good at uh, living our lives, despite what the governments may say, despite what mainstream media fear may be pushed. And we're all finding our own communities, our own networks and our own, I hesitate to call us like cockroaches because we're figuring out how to survive. Maybe I'll come up with a better animal. Perhaps we're more like um, some kind of fluffy, cute animal that survives really well in the in, in the jungle. We're finding our way around things. So many people are homeschooling. I heard some uh, from a teacher that the number of applications for homeschooling in Victoria has gone from something like 30 or 40 per week up to 900 per week. So the the interest in homeschooling is huge. And, and the thing about homeschooling, which you know a year ago I thought was a hippie thing, and now I'm doing it, it represents a disconnection from the system. It says, hey, 
I think we can do a better job. And if we have the resources and the time and the people to be able to homeschool our kids, I will. And a lot of us are doing that. And there's also been a rise in unschooling. So as someone who has done a lot of education and has done, uh, you know, went to law school and then went to, did my um, postgraduate law, did did a master's in business, I've done all the uni stuff, highly educated. And I can tell you what, I, I'm a big fan of unschooling. The, the Much of my education feels like just purchasing a ticket, <laughs> purchasing a certificate. Despite all the hard work, at the end of the day, that's all I was doing is purchasing, purchasing a certificate. So I'm excited to unschool my kids. And so there's some interest in that. And if you look towards the USA, where you see, uh, especially in finally holdouts like David Rubin have moved to Florida, you see Elon Musk and these and Hewlett Packard and just so many people leaving the blue states. Uh, it, it represents not just a left-right political divide, but a we distrust the system. We're, we're over it. We want to go where people are kind. We want to go where people are using their brains and using rationality and making wise decisions and and based on science. You know, if you look at John Tamney, who I interviewed. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, John Tamney's an economist from the US, but he makes some incredible arguments about the safest way to run a society is to have maximum freedom because then you get a big experiment and you want to have a lot of data on the board. You want people to choose to, to not wear a mask and choose to wear a mask because then you can find out, okay, this is what happened in this city where no one wore masks in this city where everyone did and the unmasked population died or whatever the results are, you get a diversity of data. But instead, we are forcing everyone into one mode of behavior and you pollute your data sets, much like people are complaining with the, the uh, Pfizer uh, vaccine um, trials that they submitted for the EUA, where they unblinded it too early. You know, Professor Nikolai Petrovsky is a critic of this. He says they unblinded them too soon. So, look, there's a whole parallel structure happening around the world culturally you know it's not just an alternative school or an alternative APRA which they're trying to set up in Australia or or an alternative uh, university or hospitals which they're trying to set up in the USA it's a mentality it's the idea that we've been lied to this whole time that the government is has monopoly on a good life it doesn't it doesn't we can create an amazing in fact who created this amazing world we live in compared to a thousand years ago it was us the people it wasn't the government so that's why I'm excited for 2022. I think there's going to be more effery by governments, but it's more naked now. There's more people awake to the fact that the media and the governments are pretty dodgy. And there's more appetite for the parallel movement. And there is certainly a stronger resistance. So what more could you ask for? Merry Christmas. That is our present for 2022. And at the end of the day, I'll leave you with this. It reminds me of the idea of the world becoming darker and darker and people are afraid of the dark. You know, I like being in the dark. I like discernible here in, in Melbourne, in Victoria, where it's, you could argue it's a darker place in terms of if you, if you like freedom and um, uh, free expression and, and, and you like to support the minority and you like diversity, all the things that the left used to stand for that I stand for now, if you like those things, it's quite nice to be in a dark place in, in Victoria where they squash minorities and they don't like freedom and they don't like rationality and they it's basically the cult of Dan Andrews. I like it here because where it's darkest, even a little tiny light shines brighter. And so I, I see that as 2022 coming our way, a darker year. 
but the lights will shine brighter. So just find the lights. Hang around those lights. Get involved and support those lights. Fill your life with people who metaphorically are lights. And we'll be okay. Okay.